Hello, yes, yes, we are live. We are live. We are here. You got me working today. It's real. <laughs> Good so afternoon, real. everyone. Welcome to a special edition of A Seat at the Table. We are here live at the beach. I'm here with my girl. Hey. Lady Z back from her trip. Man, from Chicago. Y'all, I got some stuff <laughs> to share up in here. We about to get into it. As we, we try to, to speak it. over this airplane. <laughs> right. Bear with us. <laughs> we are live at the beach, so if you get any air aeroplanes, if you hear any music. Not aeroplanes though, because <laughs> it's it's it is AI. <laughs> There ain't no O in airplanes, but right. it's all right. You know, it's okay. It's fun. okay. But it's still cool yes. in my book. So if you hear waves in the background, that's because we're at the beach. Yeah. Um, if you hear people's music, that ain't us. Yeah. So we don't Let, own let's it. Let's just go ahead and not own the rights right, right now. We don't own no type of rights to anything. They're trying to shut down the podcast. So <laughs> there's that. But that part. welcome, welcome to um, again at the seat at the table. Yeah. Um, so today we're just gonna get into um, a really good video that Lady Z introduced me to. So do you want to like set it up for the people? <laughs> I do. Um, okay, so I was as my awesome co-host, Mr. Silky Caramel, uh, just stated, I was in Chicago, and while I was there, um, this just popped up on my YouTube, but I have been to this person's church. His name is uh, Apostle uh, or Dr. Matthew Stevens Stevenson, and he has this series currently, I believe it's currently, called The Summer Body, mm -hmm. and the focus of this specific one, let me actually bring it up so I don't get this title incorrect. Uh, one second. I know it is, wait, let me just find it. There we go. Mental issues and psychological warfare. Mm -hmm. And that, that was a little <laughs> bit of it right there, y'all. Yeah, he's, he going, y'all. A little bit he of it right in, there. Yeah. He started, apparently this was published on July 1st, 2019. So it is a little brand spanking new. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so I listened to it even the first 20 minutes. I was like, ooh, I know who would love to hear this. <laughs> and I sent it on over to my boy over here, and he has a whole lot to say about it officially. I'm trying to tell y'all, like, literally, if you guys want to understand it, in terms of me and Lady Z, mm -hmm. what we're trying to do in the field of psychology, as well as spirituality, Dr. Matthew Stevenson is a good is a good introduction into it because mm -hmm. he goes into just the spiritual warfare which is you know to those outside of Christ outside the body of Christ psychological warfare because it just really goes into he just really talks about just different things like you know you know trauma and how it relates to um, your own mental well-being and how you know when you do when you're you know when we go through emotional pain or when we go through any form of pain you know whether we're being hurt by a loved one or mm -hmm. somebody and unforgiveness and all of that so it's really just a good video I encourage you all to just check it out and watch it for yourselves because yes. it is 
even though it's 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 about an hour long, a little over an hour, but it is truly a a fruitful hour. Like you will learn and take away so much, which we'll talk about a little bit of it today because um, today's topic I want to get into, um, which is ironic because it's because the sky outside right now is kind of gray. <laughs> a prelude to it. But hmm. I wanted to get into living in the gray so to speak this gray area um ain't that life though yeah <laughs> and i'm pretty sure that i touched on this a little bit but um i definitely want to go more into it because it is something that um just like these past couple of weeks i've been like watching and really paying attention to and listening to people's language and just what they say and how mm-hmm. they do and their actions and things like that and it just seems like like the enemy is really out here like he's really Look. keeping <laughs> in the light I guess like bad behavior like and behavior and things that you know we hear we hear everybody talk about don't do this don't do that but like when we look on whether it's social media TV whatever it's like it's become I guess the new normal and so that's why I want to title this episode I guess living in the gray the new normal I mean so can speak. I can I step in yes. on that yes. it's just a real quick step I'm gonna step out <laughs> step on, girl. but step I was but the thing about it is that you said something that was so interesting just now and you're like you know um, the enemy's out here. He's real, and that's very true. But the thing is, is I believe he gets away with it, and why things are so prevalent, uh, prominent, yeah, talk about it. Talk because about it. we're accepting of it all. Yeah, we're making laws that go along with that stuff. And I mean, I'm not, and I'm talking about quite a few of them. And we're accepting laws, like let's talk about the Sharia laws uh, as far as well, women and rape. But right. I won't even go there. Let me, I'll back on up. Right. But. If we're accepting of it, I mean, Romans 1 around verse 25 talks about the reprobate mind and how good is now bad and bad is now good. And we're living in that. That's why he's like, all right, well, shoot, since y'all already want to shoot yourself in the foot, let me just add this on in here. I'm just going to show my ASS. Right. And that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> right. Cause it's, and and it's, you know I don't like to cuss, but yeah. it's true. But like, it's funny you say that because it's so true because it's like lately, like, I'll say things mm-hmm. and it's be like... And I automatically think, like, well, wait, is that bad or is that good? Like, I'm even my own stuff, I'm kind of like, wait, like... well. You know, and so this whole gray area and how, like, people, like how you said, like, because we're, like, now moved, I guess, in a culture where, like, being. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) My bad, y'all. My my bad. It just, it will not do anything else. (laughs) But, yeah, like, we're living in this society where things are, like, accepting. Like, we're just, like, very laid back. And it's, like, now when somebody speaks up or speaks the truth, like. Mm Or they've or they're saying something with conviction and passion. It's almost like, oh no well, no no, you're taboo. That's silent, and it's well, just, you need to be silenced. And it's like, no, like that's you know, and that's kind of more and more what I'm seeing now. Because for those of y'all who don't know, I kind of went through a little microaggression this past week, and you know, without even getting without getting into too much detail, I felt not personally attacked but it was one of those things where I was like okay like what do I do here do I do I cause a scene do I 
show my show the old me like what do I do and that's kind of why and that's kind of what I feel like as a Christian we battle with every day because we should speak the truth we should stand firm on the truth we should be willing to defend it but in the world today it just seems like you're you're punished for it and so I guess I just want to stop by today and encourage and really press the and impress upon us as Christians and as believers the severity of really just standing firm on faith and mm-hmm. really now more than ever as a church as a body you know who you know as soldiers in Christ as believers we need to really um we need to really stand up for the truth and not be afraid to speak it because you know again you know when you're doing you know when you're standing for right and you know when you're what you have to say is right because you're not doing it just for you and even in the instance where just this past week again like I was um, the the issue I went through it was more so um, I guess I was being attacked I first I felt like for the color of my skin but and I felt it too because he called me when yeah, it happened. Because I didn't know how to feel. So, but I didn't want to. <laughs> but see, my response had to be the way it was, and I'm like, let me not add to your add to whatever you're feeling. Because the thing is, if you feed that thing, it's gonna grow. Okay? Right. And that's, <laughs> and that's what again, and that and that's why in those moments where when people talk about, you know, not trying to see color and so to speak, because again, I recognized I recognized the situation for what it was. But I didn't want to play into and feed into something that, you know, as a believer, I'm not going to perpetuate. And me being me, you know, and I handled the situation accordingly because in short, what happened was, was I was leaving, I was leaving a meeting and um, somebody, I was like, getting, I was like heading to my car and somebody kind of approached me and said, you know, oh, you can't park here. And I said, well, why not? I said, you know, and he pointed to the sign. And so the sign was a general sign for anybody, you know, to park there. It wasn't reserved or anything. Right. And so moving forward, eventually the manager told me I couldn't park here. I had to park in the back for the sake of customers. So mind you, as he's saying this, there's plenty of spots to my right and there's other cars who's parked there, but nobody, but he's not saying anything to them because I guess they work there. And so he kind of tells me, he's like, well, from now on, you need to park in the back, you know, so we can leave the front open for our customers. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I felt it in me to want to go off and to be, you know, and felt heard and be heard. But honestly, I had to follow my own advice, and that was is to not go off, but to breathe and ask questions, because that's that's the best way to disarm the enemy and disarm people is to ask questions. And if you don't get a straight answer, no answer is an answer, and that's what I got. I didn't get no straight answer to my questions. I kept getting the runaround. So I assertively, I felt like. And in my own way, made my point, and I proceeded to leave well. without causing the scene or making 
you know, with you know, without causing any more drama. And so, as Lady Z said, I called her because as I was leaving, I didn't know what to feel. I was kind of conflicted because it was like on the one hand, you know, for many people, you could I could have very well cussed them out, made a scene or whatever, and probably been in the right or wrong. I don't know. Hence the whole living in the gray area. But as I'm here today, when, you, when you're taking a stand for writing, when you're doing that, you need to trust his spirit. And so in that moment, that's what his spirit just led me to do. And that was just to ask questions, disarm the enemy, get a better understanding of what it was that he was trying to make. And, you know, left the situation, you know, peaceably, because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to lead things peaceably, contrary to popular belief. And so... Yeah, I was upset. Yeah, I was bitter. Not bitter, but yes, I was upset. Yes, I felt a little, well, a lot of anger, I should say. Well. But, you know, again, in that moment, it's like, in looking at it, it was simply a parking spot. You know, to the outside person looking in, it could have seemed very racial, especially with what's going on now. But at the end of the day, you know... It's really come. It really comes down to: Is it really worth it? And and some might argue like, well, yeah, you should have stood up, you know, you know, as a black person, da da da. And it's just like, no, he wasn't yelling, he wasn't being derogatory, anything like that. It just was what it was. And so, again, I'm trying to. I'm just. I'm gonna keep quiet. <laughs> we gonna get to you in a minute. But ultimately, yeah, I'm trying to be good over again, here. Again, I just follow my intuition <laughs> and not be rude and not let my, and not let my emotions get the better of me, which it has done in the past. And so I'm just learning to now just follow my own advice, my own intuition through you know with the spirit's help and just again just lead things, leave situations and lead things peaceably with with people. You know, you don't want to leave a bad taste or a bad impression in people's mouths. So, which, I mean, is a lot Keeping my easier peace, said than done. Keeping my peace, y'all. But that's how we grow. And so, <laughs> I'm going to let you have your comments because you clearly Because you know, I'm, like, I'm over here as I'm, you know, attempting to actually let folks know we, we all live. Right. I'm, I'm going to be so 100 because when the minute that you called me about it. I was like, okay, because I could see like the Holy Spirit. He's he's dope like that, so mm-hmm. I could kind of see the situation how it played out. And I'm over here like, and I don't like stuff like that. I can't stand right. it. But why would I be the reason why if I got you hyped up on? Nah, they didn't do that right. Not like if I did that, then you already. And not saying that's gonna cause you to sway either mm-hmm. way, but it's gonna be okay. You have an adverse effect on me instead of me just be not an adverse effect on me, but uh, you have already the the conflict, if you will, that I'm now creating. Right. If I were to do that, and then you have what you're trying to walk away from. Right. So, I I. Can we sidebar on that real quick? That extra sidebar yeah, on that? Yeah. Because don't we do relationships? We see that happen. And if people were more mindful, whether it's platonic or friendship, if people were more mindful in how in really just being self-aware and not always going gung-ho for like, nah, let's do this. Now nah, let's right. do that. No, like I think a lot of stuff that we see, even in the media, even with a lot, especially with our people, you know, black mm-hmm. folks, 
a lot of stuff probably wouldn't go down if we didn't have each other up all the time on stuff that really we could probably walk away from. Okay, that was my sidebar on that. Yeah. Have we, have we not hyped, have, hyped yeah, each other up? Yeah, and I totally agree because, like, his word says really quick, so I'm going to let you read it. We war not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. We war against spirits and principalities of this world. Right. So, again... Looking beyond the looking beyond the physical, like because mm-hmm. again, the, and that's why I'm saying I felt conflicted because, on the one hand, I'm looking at it as, okay, I'm a black man, here I am, right, and here this person is confronting me mm-hmm. outside of my race. Mm-hmm. I could have easily took it there. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> in knowing that, in knowing in whose I belong to, and in knowing that, you know, the powers that be in this air in right. this world. I know what looking beyond that what it was and so and that's why I said even if he was being racist even if he was you know having issues with me because this is the first time this has happened see not to this extent like other things have happened prior to see however again it's not nothing's gonna get solved if if I'm popping off if I'm cussing if I'm over here making things bigger than what they are when again in knowing that I don't war against flesh and blood I need to be mindful again being mindful of again what this really is about it's like this isn't about me this isn't even about him right this is about something bigger and beyond me and on top of the issue being like it's like okay you got plenty of other spots over here but you want to single me out it's like you and, that's what it's I was like, trying to and you want to tell me to park to in the back <laughs> and it's like what you want me to move to the back and so I was just like okay you know what but again I made my point and I made my and I said what I needed to say intelligently mm-hmm. and I let it and I let it be well because again I'm not and that's another thing like a lot of us who are getting higher educations like I got too much to lose so, you can say whatever you want to, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to be licensed, so I can't afford to have no record, and I'm trying to be licensed. Let's just let me just be let me just have my real moment. Look, because that was the other thing I had to be I had to keep in mind too. Like trying I'm trying to, to be licensed. You. Let me not even try and to even be shoot even being at school because so, they just did our background check. Right. So don't play that at school. Don't, right. Let me not. So can't get the degree. <laughs> Go ahead. Look, I'm look, cause I was I was trying to you know say my piece. <laughs> Why you finish? I just had to have my. I mean, I his, mind my you, moment. it's his situation, but I was trying to say my piece. Well, go but, ahead, though, girl. No, but for about. real though, because the way that I was like, nah, it's because he was black. Like back in my head, I was like, either it was that, or it was that. Period. <laughs> Period. So I'm like, all right, all right. It's a black man. So yeah, I'm like, okay. Uh, let me let me not even go there and be like, oh, so really now people can't park. Here. All right, whatever, bro. So, I, needless to say, I didn't. I back in my head, I heard all that. Um, the, but what was said though was like, no. Nah, and it's interesting because when he called me, I think I was on my break or whatever, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So this happened. All right. So in my head though, I was like, okay. Let's really let's let's make sure we approach this from a, a point from a, an objective point. Yeah, there could there could be ignorance involved. Yeah, there could be mm-hmm. uh, what you know whatever it is, whatever aversion they have to someone parking in a parking spot. 
but let me not add fuel to the fire <laughs> by agreeing with by I'm not even agreeing, but hey, you know, stating the obvious of yeah, it was it was definitely that. Um, instead, it's like all right, well, you know, just as you're doing. As you're like sitting over here, I'm gonna process it instead of automatically going on, going to 100 from zero to 100. I'm gonna process it, and I was like, "Get you, go Jesus!" I was very happy about that, and yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I I never like I don't like injustice. I don't like stuff. I mean, like many people don't. Um, and I always think about as far as how um, how people even get to where they my mind always goes to that. And I know some people I talk to, they just be like, oh, my gosh, why does it always have to be so deep? I'm like, look, it always gets that deep for me because that's do. the way I Come think. Come on, let's go deep. Let's go. That's the way I think. I automatically, I automatically go to, OK, so when you have an issue with something, someone, group of people, I wonder where it comes from. Like, is it just, right. uh, aside from it being a learned behavior, because, uh, you know, we naturally don't have hate. We, there's naturally uh, a learned behavior in a lot of areas. So it's like, all right, what have we been taught? Who have we, who have, who has influenced us the most? Where are we from? What's our SCS, which is socioeconomic status? Like, you look at all those factors, and that is what goes in my brain uh, when it comes to, why stuff happens the way it does um and who came before like if you look at governmental government entities and why mm, child because <laughs> i was going to go into chicago and i don't know if we transitioned in there yet but i was going to go there but i'm like because i i lived in chicago for two and a half almost three years and even in going back, there's so much stuff that I see that's injustice, but that people at this point, either the people are a part of it, they or they're ignorant of it, or they're just too tired to even try to fight it. You got those three. And I think truth be told, that's probably this country as well. But I, I see it visibly depending on what community I'm in, what community I choose to go to, whether I'm in Woodline or I'm in um on in North Side in Evanston or something like or in the suburbs in Mount Olympia or if I'm in South Holland or if I'm in Arlington Heights or Schaumburg. Like anybody from Chicago, y'all know those areas. But <laughs> yeah. Like and um, okay, so to just to explain what I said, so Woodline is Southside. E, uh, West Woodlawn is not as gentrified, so it's a uh, little more hood over there. So you got West Woodlawn, that's Southside. Evanston is Northside. If anybody's ever heard of Northwestern University, it is pretty much in Evanston. Um, uh, Mount Olympia and South Holland, those are all South suburbs. If I'm correct, South Holland, either it's Mount Olympia, South, um, R. Kelly's house is somewhere in that area. Well, there we go. Um, oh, no, no, is it Mount Olympia? No, it's Olympia Fields. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wrong, wrong place. I don't know where I got the mount from, y'all. Just d- don't judge me. <laughs> um, and then uh, Arlington Heights and Schaumburg are northwest suburbs. I actually lived in, Sha- in Arlington Heights and I worked in Schaumburg when I was out there. But spent a lot of time in Hard Park. <laughs> but anywho. Hey. Die Grayson. There's Hyde Parks everywhere. Little geography lesson for y'all. Yep. <laughs> and Hyde Park, for many of you that don't know, that is where Obama's house is. His original hey. house before he became president is there. That's it. Look, shoot. Truth be told, that's everybody's president. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, um, but what you said, what you your experience was, is like it's consistently still that way in Chicago. Still. 
I lived in Atlanta and didn't see half the stuff, half of the um, prejudice, racial inequality. I didn't see half of that in Atlanta as much as I did in Chicago. And I was around Atlanta. I wasn't just smack dab in the middle. I was around the white folks in Atlanta. And, um, and oh, goodness, sorry, I forgot. Around the um, uh, not so, I wasn't necessarily around the urban, the, the more the hood where my black folks, primarily my black folks are. Um, I was north. So where I lived, it was uh, primarily Caucasian people. I had to fix my had to fix my stuff real quick. Sorry about that, y'all. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, girl, it's just it, it is just again, just, and that's and it's one of those things where now I'm get off my soapbox, y'all. I'm we have done. to we have to now deal with things more intellectually and more from a mental from a mental place now because now people are doing things like people again. There are still those overt ways that the enemy can attack you but a lot of it now is really mind games and that's what SADZ was talking about that's what Dr. Stevenson really touches on and that is is that a lot of what we go through of you know as I mean pretty much everything affects our mind and so you have to not only protect it but you have to make sure it's healthy you have to make sure it's strong because that's where the enemy likes to target the most well, and so, if you're emotionally always on your pilot, on your stove, so to speak, if you if you are if you stove. are disciplined, if you're not exercising and bearing the fruits of His Spirit, which is patience, long suffering, and and again, just having self discipline, like you're not, you know, He's gonna everything is gonna feel like an attack, and you have to know how to maneuver. And again, still stand firm on the truth, still stand firm in it, believe it, and defend it, but you have to do it in a way that, again, isn't going to take away from your plight, and you have to, and you have to do it in a way that's going to effectively get your point across without being, I guess, a menace to society, so to speak. <laughs> Was that my phone that did that? I don't Mario, even know. Was that a Mario coin? <laughs> I don't even know. It sounded like, like uh, it. I'm <laughs> not quite sure. You know, without being, in, in you know, essentially without being labeled as that type of person, and y'all don't know what I'm talking about. So, well. again, just again, and so just saying that, you know, in terms of just living in the gray, that you know, you have to be willing to stand stand up and stand firm against yourself but you have to do it in an intellectual way and you have to do it in the premise that again you're not you're not going up against people physically you're going up against the enemy who's using that person or using somebody to carry out whatever tactic or scheme that that they just happen to believe or that they happen to be conditioned to believe a lot of time because like because like ladies we talk about we're not born with hate that's something we're taught we learn we pick up yeah i'm trying and to be so, quiet again you don't want to perpetuate that by again being quote-unquote that person because something i've always something i've always asked people and told people i'm just like well, did you do anything? And I say that because not that I don't believe them and not that I don't think that they write. It's just, again, we have to really think, though, because the enemy and the and even court systems now will use anything as a reason. 
to well, take away from your, you know, will, you know, to take away from the validity of your argument. Right. You could be very much right and what you said and stand it and stand firm in it. But if you over here breaking glass, breaking bottles, don't you know, you know, doing, you know, acting on a character, they'll use anything to take away from the merit of which mm-hmm. of what you're trying to fight against. And so I'm saying that to say you have to be disciplined. You have to be have exercising self control because yes. nowadays, as we see, there's a lot of things that people are doing that right. I, I I begin to ask like, should you really be doing that? Are you sure you really want to go there? Right. Do you really <laughs> want to go there? Like because and just is it really worth it? Right. You know, because coming back from that is going to be very interesting. Right. And so again. If you can yeah. come back from it. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, the Lord will use anything. Okay. But, you know, we still want to try to learn and always do things a better way. Because that's mm-hmm. what this journey is about. Just well, learn how to do things better. Learn do things the right way. Understand the mysteries of our Lord and Savior. So That part... Woo woo. I mean, okay, y'all. Because so, she been quiet, so I'm I've been gonna, trying to be quiet because so I'm like, gonna, I want to hop. No, in. yeah, because we're going, yeah, because so we're going to slightly transition, good. switch gears a bit um, into. Cause, so this is like a catch up of the, <laughs> a catch up. Yeah, so yeah, ladies, go take about her trip and her. She's gonna have her moment and talk about. <laughs> let's just say a topic that definitely hits home it does in terms of us in terms of yeah essentially living in this gray area so to speak so look let's talk about that yeah let's go here girl all right feel free to time in i'm a look chime in i'm not on the soapbox though i'm 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 a slightly (laughs) elevated just because i have to stand up and talk look that's what we gonna say that's that's what we gonna say but nah so (laughs) Um, went to Chicago for the fourth. It was um, it was actually very peaceful for me. I needed the rest because LA can be a bit much for anybody that's from here. Ooh, um, and I mean, I'm from San Diego originally, but I, I did undergrad in LA. I lived out here for about ten years before I left. Um, no, it's about nine years actually before I left, and then um, eventually would come back. So. Uh, Chicago was necessary, and it's very. I find I find it almost comical because the lord you know uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and the simple things or excuse me weak things of the world to confound the strong and that's first corinthians uh chapter one i want to say so a place that's known for murder (laughs) because there were about 66 murders fourth of july weekend (laughs) which actually isn't too bad i've seen it where they've had 100 and 200 murders in a weekend so that's not too bad um uh, a place that's known for murder is also the place where I get a lot of peace, where my healing happened. I shared a little bit of my testimony in the past. That's uh, I might have to touch on that later. But, yeah, so that was the reason why I went to Chicago because um, I thoroughly loved living there. Um, had, I had, it my, had I had it my way, I probably wouldn't have moved back to L.A. But then again, this is not what my life is about. Um, my life is about serving our our Lord and Savior. And really, if the Lord says I got to move, that's where I got to go. Had to do it three times so far across country on faith. (laughs) So Chicago. Now, um, 
while I was there, I got a chance to meet up with a lot of my friends. And one of my friends is having a major issue um, currently with, um, so a little bit of background on my friend. Um, her sister passed away um, from a heart condition and her sister had three children. So my friend adopted her sister's three kids. And mind you, my friend also now has three children herself. She had two at the time. Um, she just had a baby about a year ago it will be a year in October uh no it'll be two years excuse me in October she was born in 2017 and um so yeah so you have a single mama at this point um with six kids I I I, and I mean those kids they're happy kids they're smart um yes this is an African-American family and they're happy they're smart it's a good home to live in because she's a really good mom and I I don't say that because she's my friend I've seen her in action and I don't know how she does it sometimes and shout out to the mamas out there that do it and nurture their children and still have to live amen yeah um so and the fathers let's not leave them out either it's not easy being a single parent in any way not in this economy yeah and so (laughs) And so, you know, shout out, definitely a shout out to that, uh, to those um, awesome individuals. So, um, issue at hand with my friend is that the um, middle child of her sister's children uh, is now having some mental issues. Um, Apparently, it is hereditary. Um, He just turned nine years old. He was committed two days after his ninth birthday, which was, oh, a couple weeks ago. And, um, this child essentially is, um, he's, I I can't even get into all the instances and the many conversations of things that he's done. That's like, what in the world? Um, but this instance was he, um, first and foremost, it started with him, uh, this part, this reason why he was committed started with him, um, hiding knives all over the, the living room of the house and, the thing is that it's not because people saw the knives in the living room. It's because they weren't in the kitchen and we're like, okay, where are all the knives? Okay. Go ask the little boy, little boy. And I'm, I'm leaving out names for a reason, but a uh, little boy, we'll call him, uh, we'll call him T. So T, you know, where are all the knives? I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, then somebody, one of the other kids saw him hide a knife. And so, they went and told mom mom was like okay so mom um literally went through the living room and found about what 15 knives hidden in the living room and she was like okay what's going on here and t was like well the shadows told me to hide the knives okay the shadows are also telling me to kill you oh okay <laughs> so and Definitely. yes and he has been seeing things for at least four years at this point they're now telling him to harm uh his aunt and cut and the, th- the reason why because she asked well why are the shadows you know trying to harm you know want to kill me and he said well they d- you don't let me get away with stuff they- they're mad that you don't let me get away with stuff and I was like, okay. So when, when I was being told this, I was like, wow. Okay. So that's the situation. Okay. He gets committed. But for those of you that live in the Midwest, you know that mental health is not a thing. Hardly. 
um, for Cook County, which is primarily Chicago, um, most of Chicago. Uh, I think there are six facilities. I counted them online. I want to say I saw six. And there's millions of people, but I saw six. Okay. All right. Six facilities for mental health. Um, And that's for the whole state, y'all. Not, well, the whole city, the whole area, pretty much. Oh, well, sorry. Yeah. yeah, the whole city. Yeah, six facilities. Six. And you have, and Chicago's not small. Like, even though it might be small circumference compared to, or in, yeah, geographically compared to, like, L.A., you need more than that because you have a lot of people that live there. Like, okay, and we all know the <laughs> Chicago's reputation. So exactly. You need more than six you facilities. You need more than six. I'll and tell so, you that right now. And, okay, so this kid... Um, he when he got committed, mind you, it's into a temporary place. And just to let you know, this is the fifth time, number five, that he's been committed <laughs> temporarily. And so, first things first, the re, uh, uh, first things first, he they were trying to release him relatively recently, as in last week. And that's one thing. The second thing is they wanted to that the reason. The reasons behind that is because, one, they hadn't seen anything. Like, they literally didn't see him harm anyone or anything like that. So that was one of their reasons. The second reason is that you need to let them know. If it if it has not happened in instance or an occurrence of something has not happened in three days, within those first three days, if something goes down, you have to call them. Because if, if you didn't and if you don't, they're going to consider it not actually ever happening. Three days. That's all you get. That's all you get. And it's like, okay, all right. So 72 hours if something happens. Okay, so that's one thing. And then the next aspect of this is like, okay, well, how do I get this kid help? Because I got five other kids in the house. The oldest ones are two teenagers that just started high school. They're going to their second year of high school. Those are the oldest. They're still three others that are young under the age of 12 well even actually technically under the age of 10 what are we going to do with that so they said well they had nothing for her and she was like well i'm going this is the fifth time i'm going to leave him there. like what if i just don't pick him up what if i leave him there apparently they then called defects which is also known as cps child protective services and defects will take the all of the kids uh, just to help one, just, just for if a parent wants to just help one, they'll take all the kids, and then she would then have to um, <laughs> fight for the kids back. One, the ones that she um, can keep, and then once Defax actually steps in, does what they do, they'll probably figure out, yeah, he has some issues. Maybe, maybe not, <laughs> and that's when they'll you know move forward with permanent treatment and per- more permanent care. But you have to go through all of that just to get some help. And for a lot of folks that out there, and I mean, you see it all the time on TV and things of that nature where, um, you know, the kids burn down the house or something. It's not because it's not always because the parents didn't know and they didn't get them any help. You have some places that just don't care. And it's uh, it does until after something happens is when they step in. That doesn't make any sense to me. But that is what my friend is going through. And interestingly enough, um, it's not just hearsay with what I just explained. It actually happened to um, my friend's coworker. That's how she knows the process. Because 
friend's co-worker um, had her grandchildren because their mother was cracked. Uh, I was on crack. And um, the oldest of the grandchildren, same problem as T, little boy. And the grandmother lost the grandkids just it literally because she could not, she would not pick up the one because the other one, the 12 year old grandchild harmed the younger grandchild. So the grandmother's like, no, I'm trying to keep them safe. You know, I need to keep, I love both. I love them both, obviously, but my 12 year old needs some help. And that's literally what happened to her. She had to go through defects, fight to get the eight year old, which is the younger sibling back. And now she can, I think she can only meet the 12 year old in open space in public. Um, 12 year old can't go nowhere near the house. And it's not because they, they deem the grandmother unfit. That's why the 12 year old, that's why she can't even meet the 12 year old regularly. And if she does, it has to be in a public place. That makes no sense. Okay. That was what happened in Chicago. So, again, y'all. And this is, and I'm so glad you mentioned that because Ooh, again, to be nice. when we talk about living in the gray, these are one of those things where when you begin to look beyond the fog, when you begin to look beyond the gray and see the truth, it's not always what we think. And that's a society, we think we know a lot, mm-hmm. but we don't really understand. And that's the thing, as Lady Z mentioned, like, you know, a lot of times we see these things, these stories on TV that hit the news, like kid murder parents or like can bur- kid burn down the house. Right. And then the news was suspended, like, well, the parents were blase blase Mm -hmm. a lot of the time you know how they do us in particular right but a lot of the times like lady z said it's just a lot of times the parents are trying to get help are trying to do something for their kids because they see something's wrong and do right by their other children if there's other kids in the house and so yeah so it's like again if this is the issue with the kid i wonder it looks the same for an adult (laughs) clearly so, and we all know for Illinois, uh, well, for Chicago, we don't all know, but I'm going to tell you, they are more big on putting someone in jail or juvenile hall than getting them help. Right. And so, yeah, so it's, it's again, and that's, and that's another thing that, well, mainly what all we talked about, that's a big thing that even for myself, I take away from this too. Mm-hmm. And that is, is, again, to always ask questions and keep an open mind because, again, right. on the surface... It could look like one thing, but there's so much more behind it that we don't know. And even if you are right, it's still good to know because a lot of times you can miss very important details right. that often get, oftentimes, the majority of the time, gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. And so, you know. I'm also. You just met oh, see, and now you just brought something else up. Well. And we <laughs> talked about it briefly. Um, if y'all haven't heard or watched um, or seen Twitter or seen the news, well, you may or may not know about the brawl, quote unquote, family okay, brawl. Okay, yeah, I didn't want to talk about in it. In Disneyland. Okay, what was there. that, Toontown? I think yes, they were it was in. Toontown. I could y'all. tell, y'all. This, see, that's sad. That's the happiest place on earth. It's supposed I to be. I ain't never seen nobody bang in Toontown before. Listen, y'all. But that man said neighborhood, cri- neighborhood listen, bloods y'all. or something like that. He was wearing crit, red. But listen, he y'all. was wearing red though, so I don't uh, know. <laughs> but listen, y'all, disclaimer. And she and Lady Z know this because I told her I personally don't do Disneyland, not because of that, but to me there's no point. <laughs> cause like cause we me and Lazy did the whole breakdown. It was like 
first of all, you got to get up at like the ass crack of dawn. <laughs> yes, literally the ass crack of dawn to get there to park. Then you got to get on that tram, get on that trolley, whatever, to get to the front. And God help you if you don't have a fast pass or you don't have an angle pass or a day pass or whatever. Because mm-hmm. you're going to be sitting in that line playing, paying a good part of your rent or mortgage to get up in there. <laughs> and then you get in there. And then this happens. Child. Yo. Yo. And, and the thing is, and we talking about, and see the thing, because it was a family it was a family gathering. You saw, yes. you, and the, and it was a family that came in. You saw the matriarch of the family. She was riding on her motorized scooter. Um, you saw the uh, one of the fathers pushing the. I, I don't know if he was a grandfather or what, but he was pushing the kids. You saw the little baby boy who was walking at that time. He was walking around. Uh, I guess he was awake, so he wasn't in his stroller. And you just see everybody fighting. Women, the two of the women yes. was beating each other up. I think. You saw the guy drag the girl by her hair because I think she might have accidentally, I guess the mom, the matriarch got too close and um, and accidentally got hit by one of the ladies. So you saw the dude with the red drag her. Um, you saw the other girl with the white get knocked clean out. She was on the ground for a minute. It was, it was a lot. It was a hot mess. But like my thought is when I was watching it, one, I felt embarrassed for us as a people. Um, that was my first thing. Like, no, this is why. Like, oh, gosh. That was my first thing. My second thing was, what the heck happened for y'all to have that many issues in the middle of a park? Because my thing is, is, is see, this, but this goes back to what you said about hyping people up and, like, and being being mindful because don't you love how that came full circle though because yes because okay so in the beginning of the video Mm -hmm. the guy was arguing with the girl the the wife right yeah i think the wife or the girlfriend of the other guy Mm -hmm. and and see this is my thing and see this is why i'm saying like as a man you gotta talk to a fellow man don't talk to a woman well because I ain't trying to sound sexist. I'm not trying to sound like, you know, a look. I don't take. I don't thing. think. I but don't think that. Again, when, you know, when a man and a woman is arguing, and especially from a woman's perspective, if she's talking to a man or arguing with a man, she's gonna she's gonna do the most, so to speak. So it's like she's gonna be naturally on guard, but she's gonna be more on the defensive because. Essentially, all it's gonna take is one punch from this man—a good, clean shot—and she's out in the ground. So, well, as a man, though, he should have been talking to her boyfriend, not so much her, because as we just seen, it looked like—I believe she spit on him. Yeah. And that's what—and and that's what kicked off this whole ordeal. And Ooh. so. Again, saying that to say that as a man, as a woman, whatever, always be mindful of who you're talking to, what you're talking about. Ask yourself, is it really worth it? And be mindful of person, place, where you are. Well. Like you're in the middle of Toontown, Disneyland, where there's kids around i mean i'm just saying 
the child to parent ratio is what like I two mean to one? three to one seriously like I don't know, but it's like there's kids there, and it's like. And the downside, I'm looking at the little boy running around like, wait, what's going? Like you seeing people hitting each other, like they're hitting. It's not just yelling, like you're hitting each other. Like bro, really? Like is it F Like come on now, like look. Even going back to what you said, how much money did you just spend? I counted how many adults, like probably five adults at least, and I think I saw maybe three kids. You got the little one running around, but it looked like the stro- there's two, at least two of right, them, because it was two. a double stroller. At least two. That's a lot of money. Like, I know how much it costs something to go to Disneyland. It is $149 just to get in, for one person, to get into Disneyland Park by itself. One for $149. If you want a park hopper for one day, it's $200. And again, this is just for one day. And you have how many adults? And you have how many kids? Okay, it's like, that's all it's, I'm gonna say. It's just, it's, you spent how much money to get in there? <laughs> again, ain't nobody trying to, ain't nobody pointing the finger, ain't no doing nothing. It's just, it's just an example of to really practice like, not only being self-aware, but projecting that awareness. Yes, it's like there's a there's more, there's a more integrity mature way to handle it right than for it to be from it to go from yelling to spitting to fighting and then do banging i'm still not over that i don't think nobody ever i think nobody expected <laughs> that nobody I'm expected like, what that in the world because it came out of nowhere and everybody sat i'm up. ready to go to jail I'm sure, well, really i'm sure everybody leaned closer into that screen like wait he said what right but the thing is, like, so, sir, right now you are the epitome. And the thing is, you don't care. He you don't, could, You don't care. You he are was a, going after that woman. like Right. He was legit going after her. Like, I he don't was. care. He was. And then he was like, he's like, I'm going to go to jail today. We going to go to jail today. No, the, no, we're not. One, half the bail money just went to get into Disneyland. How's that? Half the bail Hello? money. That don't make no sense. And I guess I'm clapping <laughs> with my words. I, I just I, I can't I can't like um, and I can't just say you know we got to do better but because there's so many of us um, as in minorities and I will not just say black people but I'll say minorities in general there's so many of us that are doing well but then you have an extreme where it's like this it's the quality of life is like okay I even want to point this out like okay bro you just banged what you said what neighborhood blood neighborhood quip whatever crips and bloods know your history what the heck did you start for you started because of community and to feed the community and to help not to kill each other not to bang on somebody that's not even a part of your gang and talk about you about to go to jail no none of y'all got started y'all didn't get started for that come on now really really rep if you're gonna represent if you're gonna bang please know your history bro come on now i mean i know that's nothing you care about and you probably but the thing is that and then i get to think about why the heck you banging that like all right so what daddy was dad there was dad not there see see (laughs) or your father could have been busy and working all the time and he wasn't really around i mean i'm I'm gonna give you know i'm not just gonna say he was an absentee dad but pretty much the streets help clearly the streets or the jails help raise you in some way way too right if 
I'm, I'm trying to be good. I'm just going to end it off with one of the things that Dr. Dr. Stevenson Ooh, talked about. Child, we were supposed is, to talk about that more. <laughs> no, but I'm going I'm to touch on a few points. Like one of the things he, he did talk about, and that is, is you got to forgive. It's time to forgive. It's time to let go because if it don't when come you, out, one like way. when you really think about it, it's like time is your time here is limited. And we shouldn't waste it fighting. We shouldn't waste it arguing. We shouldn't waste it doing none of that. Right. Because, yes, the church has a responsibility. But I'm just going to put it out there and say it. The truth is out there, contrary to popular belief. People know enough about the word to know. And people know enough about God to know that you spitting, you fighting, it don't take all that. Right. It don't take all that. Like, we're all grown enough and mature enough to where if at this point, if we if we can't sit down and have a conversation, it's not worth it. You would think it's not worth it losing your freedom, going to jail, having to survive and put up with that, go Mm -hmm. through that form of trauma just to come out and have to figure out a way to start over. Right. Because let's face it, like that's another inequality that's 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 a pressing issue, and that is is you know inmates coming out of jail wanting to start over, but they can't. Right. Right. And so it's just it's I'm, just I'm, gotta. I'm gonna stop talking as much. <laughs> it's just gotta turn around as this airplane in the background. Right. <laughs> All right, we get it. Thanks. Oh my god! Like we know you flying, fly away, fly away. But, no, yes, but. y'all forgive, forgive family, forgive friends, forgive foe. Because whether we like it or not, people gonna change. People gonna do them. People gonna show you their true colors. And plus, your it's, reason for not forgiving, honestly, is because you want that person to feel the guilt and feel whatever you know for what they did. But the downside about it is that. It actually affects you more because you're the one holding it. That's why it's a double-edged sword, yo. It is. It ain't going to help you. It don't it's help not, you at all, sir, bro, sister, friend. And that was another thing got, uh, Dr. Stevenson talked about. He that is, and that was is that unforgiveness, you think it, you think it, you think that it's not going to cause you any pain because it's like hmm. you're saying, well, F them, whatever I'm doing me, right. yada, yada, yada. But you only making you only making it harder for you to receive love and you know mm-hmm. feel love because it's like if you can't around unforgiveness around you know around it's like walking around with a hole in your a hole in your back or a hole in your bucket. It's like sure. you know, and that could even add to cancer and everything because right. you know stress Weighs causes heavy it, if stress can um, right and if it can literally cause. If stress can cause your um, your cells to multiply in a negative way and literally cause cancer because of what it releases, mm-hmm. then it would be the same with unforgiveness because that is extra stress on you. Right. Because you focus on holding stuff. And the thing is, unforgiveness is like you drinking poison, expecting the person that you Come don't... On. Look, expecting the person that you have Come the on. unforgiveness towards... Expecting them to die, and no, they'll still be alive. And you will, look if you're gonna dig one grave, you better dig two. 
Okay. One for that person and one for you. You better. But. Look. Yeah, because we <laughs> lucky run out of time. So. Uh, oh, let's pray out. Yes. Last three minutes. Yep. 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 All it's right. gonna be quick, y'all. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time, for this conversation, for the dialogue, Father God. I pray, Father God, for every person that uh, will hear this, Father, that it will touch. Um, it will touch in a way that even we don't know, but in a way that you know that they need it, Father God. Lord, whether it be relationships that they experience, um, stuff that they may um, have to deal with that they might not even know, Father. I just pray for healing and reconciliation, forgiveness, and everything, every good and perfect thing, Father God, that truly comes from you to be released um, to the people hearing it, Father, that they may know what freedom is like they may know what love is like and may know what it is like to walk uh, free from extra burdens father and free from trying to carry around something that has no life to it we thank you for today we thank you for this beautiful beach and your creation Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we just adore you lord in jesus name amen amen so with that, y'all, I'm gonna call it. We gonna wrap up episode yes. one. Oh my goodness! Seat at the table. Thank y'all for tuning in. Sorry if things were a little chaotic. If the sound quality was a little meh. Yeah. We are live we on location. We are on the at beach. At Playa Del Rey. We try to be loud so y'all can hear us. Slash um. Doc Wilder. <laughs> But thank y'all for tuning in. Um, as usual, I am Silky Caramel. Hey, Lady Z over my girl, here. Lady Z. Thank y'all for tuning in. Oh, yeah. And follow, 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 yes, follow. Yes, follow Just um, the Air. Yep. Hashtag say it loud. Yes. The underscore. <laughs> the underscore movement. <laughs> I tried to change yes. y'all. It's <laughs> yes. Say it loud. Underscore the underscore movement. Say it. Say is with double two S's. Mm-hmm. And then you are love beats and heartstrings. Love beats and heartstrings all together. Yes. yes. Follow us on Instagram. Um, yep. We going I'm gonna build up the Twitter too. So and be on the lookout for that. Is coming. Merch is I will coming be posting it up Say there. the movement. Yes. So be on the lookout for that. Yes. Um, Merch, but yeah. So I've already that, got it, y'all. Got shirts for twenty, shirt dresses like long t-shirts for e- the ladies, twenty-five dollars. Also created some shoes. I'm gonna be posting those in a little bit. I'm waiting on my distributor. This is taking so long. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had my designs out for probably at least six weeks at this point. So I'm just waiting on my distributor to get my stuff to me. There we go. But anyways, if there y'all know somebody, no, I'm not gonna do that to him. <laughs> But yes, y'all, be on the lookout for that. Tune yes. in next episode where, yeah, it's going to be a fun episode coming up. So thank y'all for tuning in. Peace. Let's do it.